Thanks for tuning in to the Tiny and Big Podcast. We're a third culture couple sharing insights, one conversation at a time. Hey everybody, welcome back. Welcome to episode four of Tiny and Big. Maria, first of all, where, where have we been? <laughs> I know it's been two weeks. People are pissed off. We had this like nice cadence of, of rolling. I don't think anyone noticed. No, no they did. They did. Um, but yeah, you're right. We, we've been gone for, for two weeks. There's been so much stuff happening in our personal lives. George is moving apartments. We had some friends moved. visit us. I moved apartments. Moved. And we had some friends visit us from Abu Dhabi and we spent our entire weekend, you know, showing them around Chicago. We were obviously far away from our laptops. And right now it's in the middle of finals week for me. So I've been focusing all of my energy on like studying and completing assignments. Um, So sorry for the delay. We're back and we're back with an interesting topic. Get ready for this drum roll. We're going to be talking about clothes. And not necessarily... <laughs> I love how you said that. Clothes. <laughs> you sounded like Swedish. Today we will talk about clothes. <laughs> okay, so we're going to be talking about clothes. There's basically three things we thought we, we'd kind of maybe touch on. The first one is how clothes sometimes could be a representation of who you are as a person, like kind of a, a, a personal statement. The, the second one is the way it makes you feel, right? Like you always hear, uh, if you look good, you feel good. Like, why does that happen? How does that happen? And how it differs with other people. Uh, And then also kind of being mindful of, okay, well, being well-dressed might be nice and there's a lot of benefits and stuff. But how do you stop that from making you uh, seem superficial when it comes to fashion? But also maybe doing it for the wrong reasons, like doing it because it's, you know, there's social status associated to it or pleasing other people or fitting in or whatever. Yeah, I think this is one of the things that you and I have in common. And I think it's one of the fir- like first things that drew me to you when I when I first discovered your okay. your Instagram do, do, do page. Tell. Do tell. <laughs> it was the fact that you were always in bow ties, and as you know, I love bows. And you were you had like seventy different pictures with like a purple bow and like the matching handkerchief, and then the blue and and I don't know. I was really attracted to that vibe and to that style. Like I said, this is something that we we're both passionate about we're both passionate about and we both admire other people's style mm-hmm. um, so, and maybe as a caveat to that like how about we address the fact that we we do understand that this is very subjective mm-hmm. so what we're about to say like in terms of how we think about fashion is definitely not like a one size fits yeah. all pun intended one exactly right um yeah for sure i i, I just want to like clarify maybe what we find fashionable or stylish someone else might find complete trash mm-hmm. <laughs> and vice versa so this is subjective so when we talk about like what you wear and feeling good and looking good and what you wear we're not necessarily talking about specific suits or dresses we're talking about whatever it is for you and with that in mind how do you feel fashion uh, relates to your statement like when you walk out the door in the morning let's say it's monday morning 9 a.m might be a little late but you have your latte in hand <laughs> and you're, you might be wearing a pink suit or whatever it is that you want to wear when you, when you walk out of that door, the elevator, whatever, what what fashion statement are you trying to tell the world? It's not it's not so much as a fashion statement, but more of like what am I trying to portray today? If I'm leaving the house at 8 a.m., I'm on my way to work. I'm wearing a, my pink power suit. Mm. I'm telling the world that hey, today I'm feeling pretty confident. I'm feeling really energetic, um, and also I'm probably on my way to do some serious shit. Just a question there. Do you do you let the day dictate 
the fashion or the fashion dictate the day? Oh, I don't know. Sometimes, like, I guess sometimes, maybe some days I have a meeting, mm-hmm. an important meeting, and I'll wear a blazer. So you dress accordingly, right? Yeah, but then there are other times where, like, there's no special occasion, but I want to wear a really nice pair of shoes. And mm-hmm. then I just end up feeling good anyway. What about you? And, and then there are, definitely agree, and then there are some days where there's literally nothing special going on, as if, like, as in a meeting, let's say, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I literally, just for the fuck of it, I just want to put on a bow tie. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to wear a suit. I wanna. I, I did. I did that last time. We went out with with friends, and we didn't go to this like super fancy place. It was a casual Argentinian uh, oh, restaurant, yeah, yeah. you know. But I still decided to put on literally my one of my best suits, just because I felt like it, and I felt so great. I got compliments or whatever on the suit, and I'm not just saying that because I did it to to fetch compliments, but I'm just saying that sometimes, honestly, it kind of also takes you out of that rut maybe Mm -hmm. you know it kind of just changes things up it kind of spices things up which is nice and also you know now that i think about it sometimes how i'm feeling determines what i wear Mm -hmm. so if i'm feeling really lazy or like super bored or super like unproductive Mm -hmm. my go-to is my sweatpants Sweatpants. my sweatpants and my hoodie and how do they make you continue to feel but right? it, I don't want to like hate on my sweatpants because they're comfortable no, I get you, and like they, they allow me to be loose and like they allow me to just like sit on my couch and get my work done and watch my movie. But yeah, I would never wear sweatpants and then say, ah, I feel energized. That has a, a, a purpose to it as well. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to wear like a three piece tux on a couch watching Netflix and binging and watching and like an eating Yeah, popcorn. that's so uncomfortable. <laughs> Obviously, you're going to wear some really comfortable clothes, right? So you kind of have to also fit the fashion to whatever you're, you're intending to do um and, and it really is a representation of who you are and one of the things i thought i mentioned like my grandma always tells me this mm. i know i tell you the statement but she always like my grandma's the type and by both my grandmas were like this but this one actually came from my mom's uh from my dad's mom and she would always any dinner we'd go any lunch any kind of breakfast any invitation or whatever she'd literally always put on her best mm-hmm. always like the best kind of dress suit uh, there's the flower, you know those like pe- what do you call them? The brooch. Yeah, the brooch. What is it? Brooch. Brooch. All right. She puts a brooch. Did you learn a new word? Hundred percent. Hundo. So she puts the brooch, colorful, like deck- her pearls. Yeah, decked out. And I always ask her. I'm like, at one point, like I just kind of took notice, and I'm like, why are you always, you know, going all out for things that don't necessarily deserve it? Like I thought you'd do this, you know, when you go to church, as an example, or you do like a massive dinner, and she's just like, listen, we're all gonna die. Life is too short. Wow, that's so morbid. <laughs> Literally, how she started. It was in Arabic. Did, tell and imagine saying this to a kid. How old were you? No, I was like in like er, like mid-teens. Oh. Okay. But basically, I'm just trying to. I'm prefacing here, but her statement was like, you know, life is short. We're. All, I mean, you're not going to take your clothes with you to the graveyard. You know, so if you're buying a nice piece and you have them, why let them collect dust in your closet? Mm-hmm. But the whole point of of buying nice clothes is to feel good, look good, and be good while while you're still here to enjoy exactly. it exactly yeah you know no, I, I, and I there's no age to it yeah a young or old you can apply this kind of theory yeah for sure i honestly really admire these people there are some people like i know from university that would show up to class they would show up to biochem at 8 a.m and they're wearing like really nice boots they have makeup on their face wearing a skirt and and I'm like, oh, how? I, I barely made it. Like, I barely had the energy to, like, put on a pair of jeans today. Mm-hmm. But, again, those people, when I when they walk in at 8 a.m. and they're dressed really nice and they look put together, I automatically perceive them 
as put together. Does that make sense? They yeah. may not be. They may they may have, be going through something. They may be feeling very lazy. They may, whatever might be going on for them. But other people perceive them as like, oh wow, they're very polished. I want to be their friend, maybe, or maybe mm-hmm. I should ask them for like study tips, or maybe I should ask them for like where they buy their clothes from. It, it is a symbol of something a bit deeper. You know, it, it's very similar to like that that kind of um, kind of the meaning of of doing your bed in the morning. Mm. right you i mean it's pretty popular by now but basically like the whole reason behind it is if you wake up and you leave the house to work or to school and your room is completely a mess right you're going to go into your day very likely in in that same trajectory you know and you don't really feel as accomplished like you're and it's also a presentation of maybe how you are at work or how you are at school but just that small act of, of doing your bed and doing it properly and cleaning up and leaving the house in hopefully a, a better shape than than you know a dirty house at least you can say when you come back you did something right like you ticked off a little box mm-hmm. and the way i'm using this as an analogy is i never once saw my dad for instance or my mom for that matter stay in their pajamas past like 10 a.m mm-hmm. you know and sometimes okay they're cleaning and like we're expecting people so like it rolls till 12 but in general i'm saying when the when the morning really hits, even on Christmas morning? Well, that's what okay, I'm saying exceptions, okay, but like I'm, we're talking like a normal week. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, or like a weekend even. Just the act, and I always noticed it subtly, but just the act of them literally changing outfits, mm-hmm. changing the pajamas, putting on like normal clothes doesn't have to be a suit, just jeans and a shirt, mm-hmm. is telling your body that all right, dude, we're out of the couch, we're out of the bed, now we're, we're it's go time. Okay, get your ass moving. <laughs> You know, so there, there is that, I think, psychological association to it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't yeah. know if that's right or wrong, but... You know, actually, I was going through, like, a mental fog, very feeling very unmotivated, uh, feeling very fatigued. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, I th- it was a few months ago. It was in November of 2020. And so I thought that I would do a little experiment on myself and see if I wore nice clothes as if I was still going to go to uni and to work. I remember this. Yeah, share yeah. the results. And I and yeah, and I posted it on Instagram that I'm wearing my jeans, I'm wearing my boots, uh, I'm sitting at home wearing my jeans uh, for a Zoom class and to see clients. I'm wearing my blazer like I was I was posting pictures and like trying to document how how I was feeling. To be fair, at the end of the one week that I did this, I wouldn't say I felt like significantly better, but I did notice that there was a tiny, tiny bit improvement to how I felt and probably to how other people perceived me during that week when they would open Zoom and they'd find me sitting in my turtleneck and my blazer. Mm. I'm sure my clients were super confused because then I, the next week I kind of reverted back to my regular... (laughs) Turtleneck. Turtleneck. Hey, maybe you can do like for me. If sometimes I do both. To be honest, like I wear a dress shirt, but I'll wear shorts, just because it's more comfortable when I'm sitting at a desk for extended periods of time. Yeah. So, so you know, you you. I guess one of the things to, to preface here is like you have to also make fashion work for you, and I think one of the things to for it to feel good, right? Looking good is one thing, but feeling good is a completely separate thing altogether. You can look amazing on paper, but on the inside, you're like dreading what you're wearing. Mm-hmm. I've never been a fan of that. Now they say fashion hurts. I don't know if you ever or looking good hurts. Pretty hurts. Pretty hurts by, by Beyonce. By Beyonce, all right, Queen B. And although that might be true, and and maybe hurts is defined in different ways, like it's effort spent looking good and and money spent and whatever and time certainly. Um, 
but you can still do it in a way that you're happy with, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I think that's an important thing to touch on. You always like, I never wore bow ties because I had to. I never put on a suit because I felt like I really, really had, like I was forced to do it. I always did it even in university and anybody who knows me will vouch for this. In university, I just loved wearing a suit. I loved putting on that blazer, putting on that handkerchief. For me, it it meant something a bit greater mm-hmm. and it com- kind of becomes like a, a piece of you, like okay. a piece of your brand, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? And it's like a consistent thing. Just like when you see someone with very colorful glasses yeah and you see that person and immediately there's a cue like oh shit that's george i was wondering what you think about you know how people tell you dress for your body type okay what What do you think about that statement like tightness and whatever like they say like oh if you're a certain shape like if you're not too like you're not very tall so don't wear something that like Mm. makes your legs look shorter or like uh this kind of for women, I guess, this kind of dress doesn't suit you because it doesn't complement your legs or it's not flattering on your chest. Or maybe for men, like, uh, your arms are too big to be wearing this kind of shirt. Whatever. I get it. What, what do you think about that? So my mom, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm literally, like, I'm, I'm bringing quotes from every family member. But so here, my mom, this is a good example, always would tell me, like, she'd go to Zara or something like that. Nothing too crazy. Not like a massive brand, like Hermes, as an example. But she'd, she'd go shop there. And she'd always get so many compliments on what she wears. And once she told me, she's like, the reason is not because of the brand I'm wearing, but because of the fact that I'm owning what I'm wearing. Mm. Owning the fact that like you're wearing a nice suit, understanding that you get to wear a nice suit. You get to kind of put a, a colorful handkerchief. You know, you can wear cool glasses and that could be a statement of who you are, or what you like or what you represent. But I think you have that appreciation because you inherently, as George, you mm-hmm. like those things. For someone else, the suit and tie could be like it's suffocating. suffocating. 100%. Yeah. My, my, so my point, thank you for bringing that up. It's very good. My point being that if let's say you're like an athlete mm-hmm. and your thing is wearing Lululemon sweatpants and, uh, and sweaters, what it doesn't matter. Whatever it is that you like to wear that works for you, that makes you feel good, look good. Mm-hmm. The, the end point to this is, in my opinion, is the ability to own what you wear. Because you see a lot of people in reverse, right? They want to wear a suit just to, just because they think that it makes them look good, right? Or makes them look powerful or more confident. But it just, there's something about that that doesn't look good on them. And they could have the best, they can wear a Tom Ford suit and you can still look at them and be like, ah, something's missing. And it's because you know, indirectly, deep down inside, they don't want to wear that suit. Yet I can wear a suit for like fucking 50 bucks mm-hmm. and really own it. And you can tell like that there's a smile on my face. Like I'm, I'm owning that entire mm-hmm. outfit. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up like the whole like brand and uh, brands and prices or whatever. I feel like, you know, if we're looking at this on the spectrum, on one end is you have people who don't give a shit about what they're wearing and like it just doesn't matter to them. Mm-hmm. And again, that's that's totally fine. <laughs> There's an argument out there that says like the more time you waste, quote mm-hmm. unquote waste, uh, worrying about what you're going to wear and what you're going to style this with, that's time sp- that you could spend reading, traveling, whatever. 
So what do you think actually on that point? What do you think of Mark Zuckerberg's willingness to wear like one black, like the same black shirt every week just so he doesn't... Yeah, I think he he's trying to go for efficiency to him. Exactly. It's the least of his priorities. Correct. He has, his his life is so much more complicated than any of us can imagine. I'm pretty sure the last thing on his mind is, I wonder which shirt enhances my, my, my or like which pair of jeans will make my butt look nice. To him, right? To but, him, to him. But there's a lot of people on his level that care just as much about fashion. Yeah, yeah. Right? I, n- n- no, no argument there. Um, so you have like the Mark Zuckerbergs on one side, on one end of the spectrum. And then I feel like on the other end of the spectrum, you have people who really just care way too much mm. to the point where it can become like borderline obsessive and kind of narcissistic where they're just preoccupied with what they're wearing. And like, is it the latest trend? And mm. they think if they start to like look at other people and compare themselves to other people and judge people and decide other people's worth based on what they're wearing or how they look or how they look and that's also i would argue super unhealthy so how can you analyze as a like as a person listening maybe and they're like maybe potentially bordering becoming that kind of person Mm -hmm. how do you self-analyze whatever you're saying to figure out if that's actually what's happening to you or could happen to you i think it's important to like have ask yourself the question like when you find yourself picking out an outfit or feeling drawn to buy something new or making a judgment on someone ask yourself wait am i making this judgment because they said something that put me off or is it because they're just wearing something that's last season and that's why i think they're like ew Hmm. or if if you find yourself wanting to spend 200 dollars on a pair of shoes and you're ready to add it to your cart for example Ask yourself, do I want to spend this money because I genuinely like or need this pair of shoe? Or is it because I saw Kim Kardashian wearing something similar? Mm-hmm. Or is it just because I need to look, I need to keep up with like the latest trend? Yeah, and, and the last things actually I'll say uh, just to wrap up this, this episode is two things. Sometimes you'll see the one one end of the extreme like let's mm-hmm. say supreme as a brand right where mm-hmm. someone's wearing like a like a bean what is those banana bags yeah so it's like it's like 400 bucks right and listen i'm i'm gonna raise my hand and say i've judged that before to be like oh that's so stupid like why would you spend that much money on it or like yeezys or whatever this is why it's so subjective i might think that that stuff is stupid but to other people they they're literally stand in line for four days without sleeping and going to the washroom to get the latest pair of supreme banana bags on the other hand if you see someone who's not let's say dressed according to what you think is appropriate always just like uh, build that kind of quick reflex to say before you judge just make sure that you build a bit of empathy because you never know that person's financial position like they might also not be able to afford what you think is quote-unquote fashionable yeah or they just don't care about it or they, or they don't, don't they find it really ugly yeah exactly like for me personally even if you gave me all the money in the world there are some things you would have to pay me like those gucci shoes we saw the other day in nordstrom do you have a picture you should post it but it's an audio so basically Uh, it's like it looks like stripper shoes with like gold they're not stripper shoes if you guys watched if you guys have watched mama mia or seen any like abba music clip like gold and they're studded with diamonds and emeralds and they they have they're like how like 13 inches high Yes, and guess the price. That's it literally gave me a heart attack. First of all, if you give it to me for free, not only that, if you paid me a million dollars, I wouldn't rock that for a week. And they were retailed for like a thousand two hundred dollars US. That's right. No, that's not nothing. It was three thousand two hundred. Was it? Yeah. 
we saw it on sale for one thousand. It was on sale, and I was like, no, 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 you would have to pay me to wear them. But again, some people, someone would rock that. Someone you know? would be like, yeah, I'll wear it just for, like, cause it's Gucci. I guess that's that's really all we have to to say about fashion. But as you can tell, back to our intro. This is why when we're talking about clothes, <laughs> that uh, it's actually much deeper than one might think. And honestly, I've learned a bit through this. So hopefully it was a value. And uh, yeah. if you have any comments, questions, concerns, please feel free. Reach out. What is this? A call center? This is not a call center. I just want them to know that we're open to continuing this conversation. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you found this valuable, please subscribe and feel free to carry on the conversation.